The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. This is Joyce Bender, and I am so excited today because guess what? We're talking about my city, my hometown, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, city of the Steelers, the Pirates, and the Penguins, and can you tell I like sports? However, our guest today will be talking about a lot of things related to Pittsburgh. We have as our guest today, Melanie Harrington, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Vibrant Pittsburgh, and if you meet her, Trust me, she is vibrant. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Joyce. It's, I'm glad to be here. It's my pleasure. Well, how about if you start telling our listeners across America, because my idea is if you do such a great job at this, they can do it in other cities. So why don't you tell everyone about Vibrant Pittsburgh? Certainly. Vibrant Pittsburgh is an economic development nonprofit organization that was established to grow the diversity of the region's workforce. And we're doing that through the attraction, retention, and elevation of diverse talent and the promotion of the region and its opportunities. Um, The organization was originally born out of numerous community conversations that included the business leaders, government foundation, civic, and education leaders, and they came together initially to address um, a good problem. That was growing job opportunities and not enough talent because of decades of population decline in the region um, to fill that, that talent need. And as they looked across both the region and the nation, they realized that the workforce was becoming um, increasingly more diverse. And if we were going to be an economically competitive region, we had to be a region that had the capability to attract, retain, and elevate uh, a diverse workforce. So those community conversations led to a common agreement um, among the leaders that something needed to be done and an organization should be created. And out of that agreement, um, another community leader, the Jewish Family and Children's Services, said, we have a welcome center for immigrants and internationals. We would like to give to the community this organization, you take it and morph it into this broader uh, goal and objective. And so with that, the community leadership took this organization. We um, it was given a new mission, vision, board, some new funding, uh, staff. They found me in Atlanta, Georgia I, uh, to come up and to make real this this vision for for the region. 
and uh, in 2010, we launched Vibrant Pittsburgh. So that is uh, Vibrant Pittsburgh. We now have uh, a number of initiatives that we run serving the four strategic um, foci of the organization um, to, to welcome. So we still have the Welcome Center as a program of Vibrant Pittsburgh. We uh, are engaging and coordinating and mobilizing the diverse community groups in the region towards this common aim that we have of becoming a more diverse region and with a more diverse workforce. Uh, we have a um, marketing and talent attraction effort underway that's led by a director in my office where we are actually leaving the region to go promote the region. Um, so we have a, a number of things going on, and including advocating um, the importance of inclusion in our region and what that means and, um, and who is included and, and, and all of that. So it's been an exciting time. Oh, well, that is exciting, and it's exciting that we were able to do such a great thing right here in Pittsburgh. Melanie, I, I know that, as you already indicated, you moved here. I should say we stole you. We recruited <laughs> you from Atlanta. Um, what, what have been some of the major differences that you've seen between those two cities? Well, I think the um, the initial one, because I did a lot of homework uh, before making a decision to come. Um, I didn't know anybody um, that lived in Pittsburgh. I don't have family here um, that I would be coming to this region to really um, work on this compelling mission and vision uh, established by its leaders. And so I wanted to know, what am I getting into? I, I hadn't been to Pittsburgh in quite a number of years. And um, to my pleasant surprise, what I discovered when I arrived was um, something quite different than what I um, had originally expected. Um, I arrived in the spring. It was beautiful. Um, the airport is like a mall. The, um, um, the driver took me through what's called the Fort Pitt Tunnel, which is what, what Pittsburgh has called the door to the city and the front door to the city, and it is amazing um, vistas and views and rivers and, and landscapes and, and, and um, downtown skyscrapers and, um, uh, and all of that. And that is a testament, I think, to leadership coming together in previous years to work on its environment, um, its, uh, the real estate and uh, development, economic development, um, and as a result, there's a really interesting transformation story. So to that end, there is something a little similar to Atlanta in that I think in Atlanta, um, the Olympics uh, in 1996 um, really brought together the leaders of that community to, to move it forward in an accelerated fashion. Um, and uh, as a result, it, it is a more cosmopolitan and global city. Um, what Pittsburgh has, uh, I think that because of Atlanta's size and it's it's much larger and and also it's it's spread it's 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 spread out over a, uh, a very wide um, geographic area um, is a, a short line or a shorter line to leadership and um, and to people that you otherwise may not be able to get to in a much larger place. So this this interesting um, dynamic of being a small big city 
is really unique um, and I think really plays to uh, those people that have a pioneering kind of spirit. So um, those are some of the, the differences. The diversity of the two places are very different. Um, Atlanta having a much larger um, Asian-American, Hispanic, African-American uh, community, and a, um, uh, it's a younger community as well. And so that's a little different than um, Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh is um, actually becoming much younger day by day, so um, by virtue of the opportunities that are growing here. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That is a good thing because we need to make uh, those moves in that direction. Uh, it, as you said, though, I'll tell you, a lot of times when people come to Pittsburgh, they are surprised yeah. because I don't know why this is. People are still thinking steel mills. I mean, someone said to me once, wow, I didn't think it would look like this. I thought I'd see smokestacks. <laughs> and I think, how could you think that? But people do think that, and they are so pleasantly surprised yeah. when they come to see the city, which I think is a beautiful city because when you come through the tunnels mm-hmm. and you see Pittsburgh for the first time with those three rivers, it is just Really, it's beautiful. When you come across that bridge and you mm-hmm. see Pittsburgh, it's such a beautiful uh, city. And and just as you said, it mm-hmm. is like a small family city. What I mean mm-hmm. by that is what you said is so accurate. It's small line to get to the top. Mm-hmm. It's also very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I had um, an incident once where I lost my cell phone on the street, and um, somebody picked it up and called the last number on the phone, which happened to be me calling looking for that phone. Um, He had the phone and was driving along, and so by the time he reached me, he was on another part of town. He said that not to worry that I should stay where I am, that he would come all the way back to where I was to give me my phone. He and he so he, he drove all the way back out of his way during work with a colleague in the car just to give me my phone. I'm like, okay, that is a story worth repeating. It um and also I think speaks to the character of the of the people in the community here. Yeah, and you know what? <clears throat> that doesn't surprise me. That is what different people have told me. When you go to Pittsburgh, can't believe how people are so friendly. You know, mm-hmm. if you see one of us in uh, any store, <clears throat> from a retail to a food eatery, right. you can see the person talking to someone um, just, oh, 100 miles an hour about the pirates and how they're doing, and, right. and you're going to think they know each other. And they don't. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. I mean, I'll be in the Giant Eagle, our grocery chain, mm-hmm. and the cashiers will just start talking to you. And I mean, and that's just how it is. Pittsburgh is very friendly, very ethnic, mm-hmm. um, and really, uh, really a great place for you to move to. It is really a great city and a great place for you to come to. Um, and as we'll talk about later, It is also, we're working on Pittsburgh being known as the disability-friendly city in the United States. Yes. Just recently, we had an event, a fundraiser, the disability community, and we invite all parties at this particular presidential fundraiser. Valerie Jarrett was there, and I'm telling you, when she met 
all these people with disabilities who are gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. She was just so impressed. She went back and told the president how important it is to include people with disabilities across America. So, folks, we are becoming more and more well-known for many things, and we'll talk about that when we come right back. If you just joined us, we are talking to Melanie Harrington, Chief Executive Officer of Vibrant Pittsburgh. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. 
Welcome back. If you just joined us, we are talking today to Melanie Harrington, the Chief Executive Officer of Vibrant Pittsburgh, and we are so happy to have her in leadership in the city of Pittsburgh. You know, Melanie, I was very impressed with your background. As Mm -hmm. I said earlier, I'm so lucky, and we're lucky, that someone was able to steal you from Atlanta and have you come here. But I I saw in your background that you were the president of the American Institute for Managing Diversity. Now, I'm assuming that Mm -hmm. would help make you the right candidate for this position. (laughs) Um, But could you talk about really how that did help you move so easily into this role? Well, um, I spent uh, about nine years uh, at the American Institute for Managing Diversity. It is a think tank, a national think tank that um, really um, um, worked to advance a field around what it called diversity management, which um, essentially is um, understanding and defining terminology and and thought, leadership, and process uh, around issues of diversity and uh, issues of inclusion. Um, And one of the things uh, that I found most helpful, it was founded by Dr. R. Roosevelt Thomas, Jr., um, someone whom I consider to be a mentor of mine. And and he coined a definition of diversity, Um, uh, any character... uh, any mixture characterized by differences and similarities. The definition was meant to be very broad to incorporate and include the almost infinite possibilities of diversity that one could have in a particular environment. And he did that because he said so often we come into an environment and look very myopically, very narrowly at who's in the room. And or who's in our community or who's in our organization or who can be in our organization. And as a result, people are often excluded. And the damage that can ensue from that narrow-mindedness, that myopicness, if I can say that, um, can be... Um, uh, can put an organization at a disadvantage, a community at a, at a disadvantage, and certainly the person that's missed out on an opportunity at a, at a disadvantage for all of, um, of the wrong reasons. So this, this notion of a broad definition of diversity um, has been incredibly useful as I come to Pittsburgh to begin to talk about diversity in a, a way that is inclusive of all of the people that are here in Pittsburgh, and including the ones we want to add to our community. Um, so uh, here, um, sometimes people can look at, at diversity uh, for only in terms of race and gender and miss the other people and members of our community that uh, may be struggling with opportunity, may be struggling with lack of access, may be struggling with high unemployment rates, may be struggling with access to services, um, uh, trying to connect with networks and, and leadership. So um, we wanted uh, a definition and a way to do what we are doing that was all-inclusive. So I think the uh, that past experience has been very useful in coming to Vibrant Pittsburgh to to launch our efforts here. Well, you know, 
I appreciate that you're including us. And what I'm talking about, folks, well, I know my listeners already know this, but Americans with disabilities, we are the minority group with the highest unemployment. We are the group struggling with poverty, lack of access. And I was so overwhelmed when just two weeks ago, uh, the White House invited our college students with disabilities. Valerie Jarrett invited them to the West Wing of the White House. Um, and boy, were they surprised when President Obama walked in and <laughs> stayed there for 30 minutes talking to them about how they could be included in this whole equation, you know, in the country. So um, I really admire you. Uh, Melanie, for also taking that lead. But with that, I have a question here. We, ahead of time, as everyone knows, we put out there who we're going to be having on the show so that if anyone has a question, they can email us or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and so here's the question for you from one of our listeners. Uh, Melanie, when do you think the day will come that when businesses describe someone in a meeting, they do not have to say, oh, you know the person in the wheelchair, oh, you know that person who is blind, or oh, you know that black man or that African-American woman or that Asian person. When do you think that day will come? Wow, that's a good question. I don't think we're close to that day just yet. Um, I... But I do think progress is being made. Uh, we have brought together what I call my band of employers here in the Pittsburgh region that are in partnership with us in growing the diversity of our workforce. And I have to say, they brought it up before I did. Um, so are we including people with disabilities in our effort to grow the diversity of the workforce? And so we said, absolutely, uh, of course. I think that was encouraging, um, that it was on the tips of their tongue um, before uh, any of my staff brought it up, um, that um, the, um, the various organizations in our community uh, are very cognizant of the fact that there are people that um, are, are abled in, in various ways and, and, um, and maybe um, not having the same mobility as somebody else, but maybe the, um, the capability to contribute in a workforce in, in various other meaningful ways that are not being given a, uh, an opportunity to do so because they have been labeled one thing or the other. And it is um, interesting that the disability um, label can sometimes create great hesitancy on the side on the on the part of some just to give somebody a chance. And I think um, if we can work to dispel some myths um, about what people can do, um, um, and also I think some myths about what disability um, looks like. Um, people with disabilities are not, the disability may not often be visible. Um, um, the, the visible disability may often not indicate all of the things that that employee may think it, it, it indicates. And, um, and so I think dispelling the, uh, some of the mythology uh, surrounding some of these things, making it people more comfortable to ask some of the uncomfortable questions 
um, I think that's a role that we can begin to play. Uh, I think the good news is, is that we're talking about it. The good news is, is we have uh, uh, this Joyce Bender show, Disability Matters. I think that that is the good news. Well, thank you. And you know what? To that question, do you know I wonder that all the time? Uh-huh. I too have wondered that. You know that, like you'll be when you hear people talking about so and so spoke at a business meeting. They'll uh-huh. say, "Well," and then this African American gentleman, uh-huh. like yeah. not just gentleman, but yeah, that would be like saying, "And this red-haired person." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I- as you said, I too think we are. Yeah, I think we are a long ways from that, but I do think we're headed in the right direction. I do think that. I do, too. And I think when it's no longer unusual, you know, when we do see somebody um, that um, uh, takes the podium with um, um, their their walking cane and um, uh, and perhaps a, an aid uh, to make uh, his or her way to give their inaugural speech before the nation, you know what I mean? I think when that becomes just par for the course, you know, and not unusual or different, then maybe we won't be saying, you know, the blind mm-hmm. person that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, that's why I often say when companies say to me, what should we do? We're going to do training to get people with disabilities to hire, to get over this. We're going to, we're going to have training. We're going to put posters up everywhere. And I tell them, quit doing that. Hire someone. <laughs> you know how you change the work face of America is when you see the person working beside you. And by the way, before I forget, I know I've said this before, but another congratulations to Highmark for this July winning the uh, Justice for All Award, which is a very prestigious national award. You know, Senator Harkin was just on our show uh, a few weeks ago, and he was there, as was Congressman Hoyer. Uh, Cabinet leaders are frequently there, and... uh, Very proud of them. There's a good example for you, Melanie, in Vibrant Pittsburgh. Hi, Yeah, great example, great partner to our organization, Um, very prestigious award. And um, that is the good news that we want to hear. I think uh, organizations that we can applaud for their good efforts um, and make the rest of the the world, the community, um, um, know about the types of practices that they are engaging in that um, then hopefully others will model uh, those good practices and, and we will achieve critical mass, you know, the greater hiring, the greater numbers. Yeah, right, and that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. Also, Bear has done a lot of great things, but uh, actually it was Highmark that first stood behind Bender Consulting Services. Now, here we are uh, working in 19 different states, and here's this radio show that's been on nine years that is replayed in 12 hours throughout the world. I mean, it all started with one company. That's an amazing thing when you think about it. But... We'll be right back. We'll be right back to talk to vibrant Melanie Harrington. How about (laughs) that? This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be back with Melanie.
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're talking to Melanie Harrington today. And Melanie is the Chief Executive Officer of Vibrant Pittsburgh. Uh, Melanie, we've been talking about diversity, and Mm -hmm. I I wanted to go back to that disability conversation we had. Um, We have 54 million Americans living with disabilities, 10% of the state of Pennsylvania are people with disabilities. What do you think Vibrant Pittsburgh can do to help increase our involvement? So um, I think that there are some some tough statistics out there regarding um, people with disabilities and employment. So uh, I believe it's one in five people are unemployed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so this is it's it, it's tough, and I believe that um, that may be a little understated actually, um, because there are, from what I understand, a number of people that actually uh, stop looking for employment. Uh, they give up. Um, the prospects look so daunting, uh, and as a result, may not even be uh, counted. Um, um, I think from um, where we are, vibrant Pittsburgh, um, one of the things that we want to do is raise the visibility of the uh, the workers, um, um, the uh, the gifts and skills that they can bring to the workforce. Um, we can um, raise uh, this with the band of employers that are working with us, certainly, but um, also making sure that people are clear about the fact that this community, um, the, the community of people with disabilities, are included in our definition of diversity. Um, I think that often when you hear people tick off, so what do you mean when you say diversity, and they're sort of counting down on a, a set of uh, groups and cultures, often that one is left out. And um, I'm not sure if it's um, out of sight, out of mind um, to be kind of crass about it, or if it is, um, uh, since I'm uh, not a member of that community, you know, I've, I've just forgotten about it, um, or if it's a, a discomfort um, or, or what. But I think if we can become more comfortable making sure that it's a part of our conversation, that is the employment needs of um, people with disabilities and the, the opportunities and contributions that they can bring to the workforce, the array of skill sets that exist among people with disabilities, um, that it, the, the issue of accommodation is not as overwhelming as I think some people think about. Um, and uh, dispel, as I mentioned before, some of those myths, I think uh, we may be able to really get some traction. I, I don't want to make this sound like it's easy or that the, the road is, is not a, a challenging one, but um, I think that if we work together as a community that we can definitely see change happen. And, um, and I know we can because I am familiar with uh, your work choice in, uh, in this community and nationally and um, with the, the amazing push that uh, you and your colleagues have made, uh, it has made a difference. Uh, Highmark has made a difference. As you mentioned, Bear has made a difference. And so it, we just need more, more of us um, uh, pitching in and, um, and change can happen. Oh, I hope so, and I believe so. I am a positive person, and I have told everyone I'm not going to give up till the day I die, which hopefully won't be soon, but I am on it. I am. I just, I, you know, the only way you can have change is right. when you do something. Right. Just today we had a lunch and learn, and we were talking about children in Africa uh, who are, you know, orphans due to AIDS and the great poverty and malnutrition and how people have to do something to change this. And we were talking about, you know, different organizations that you can help support these needs. One of them is World Vision. But I had no idea that that organization started because of one man who went to China and saw this little girl, and it just so got to him that he only had five dollars but he gave it to them you know to help her and this is how it came to be the star world vision yeah 
Oh, wow. Five points. One, mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. You know, people always think they can't make a difference, but one person really can make a difference. Okay, so we have another listener here, Terry from Ohio, and the question is, um, could you tell me, are there organizations like yours across America? Uh, yeah, actually, um, there are organizations that may not look quite like Vibrant Pittsburgh, but are similar types of economic development organizations that are working to either reverse population decline, grow um, the talent in a particular region, and like ours, grow the diversity um, of their regions. Um, in some close um, cities that are near uh, Pittsburgh, they're... Um, there is actually one in Cleveland. Um, it's called Global Cleveland. They have a focus on actually growing the Cleveland area um, uh, by growing the foreign-born talent in the city of, uh, of Cleveland. And um, I think Austin, Texas, has um, an initiative. Uh, Dayton, Ohio, I think. Um, Minneapolis. Uh, so there have been um, uh, similar initiatives like this when uh, regions or cities um, um, realize that they need to come together in order to combat population decline or if they want to accelerate um, a growth uh, of their, their region. And all of this, is this all related to diversity, all of these cities, these examples you just gave? As a matter of fact, they are. Yeah, it was. Um, these are, are areas where they they realize that um, that we need to think about um, the fact that our nation, uh, the world, uh, is a very diverse place, and uh, the approach that we have been taking and how we we w- work and engage in commerce and. Um, uh, and, and create a livable community um, may need to change if we are going to be attractive to a diversity um, of the world's uh, people and, uh, and then have been very strategic about um, making those changes and, and marketing their messages in order to be much more attractive to a more diverse um, um, potential um, uh, citizenry. And um, or some regions have been very successful. Minneapolis is, is a city that we often um, look to because it it's been quite successful in their efforts. Well, you know what? Um, I, I think that is awesome. And I noticed from what I've read here that actually when people want to decide, should I move to this city? Is this where I want to raise my family? Mm-hmm. That diversity has become an issue that they look at. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you think that's mainly with the younger generation? What's your opinion? Um, I, I do. You know, um, I think um, uh, I think it is a, a Gen X, Gen Y, and whatever we will call this next generation to follow, uh, something that they think about. Um, they have become accustomed to conversations about the LGBT community, about an array of different ethnic and racial groups, about, um, um, and, and they also have become, this is a group that is going into a workforce where there are many more generations in that workforce than there have been in 
previous uh, generations, that um, conversations about people with disabilities is a more frequent conversation. So this younger generation coming into the workforce, uh, the um, ADA will have been in effect um, quite some time, so this will not be a new conversation for for them, but uh, just uh, normal. And um, so this is... This will will be good, um, and uh, and this younger generation will influence um, the kinds of conversations that the baby boomer generation and uh, the veterans generation um, um, will be talking about because we all have to work together in in the workforce. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I agree with you, and, and I do think that is something people need to think. Cities need to think about that when they are working to attract people, and I'm glad we're thinking about it because I do think that is important. So what, you, what are some of the things you think we have to do to bring these diverse communities together and involve them in Pittsburgh? What do you think some of the things are that Vibrant Pittsburgh can do to make that happen? Oh, well, thank you for asking. I think um, one of the things that a community really needs to have to be a more attractive place is um, um, to help people uh, be able to envision themselves being successful there, thriving there, being happy there. And um, a, a number of things that people need to make that determination is, one, they want to be able to see themselves there. Is there anybody like me in in this area or community already, and can I get connected with them? So facilitating those connections and making those uh, connections to networks that uh, will be seen as being supportive um, of their stay in the community, getting them engaged in, uh, in the community fast. Uh, what we call getting embedded into the community faster. Uh, So you begin making a plan to stay as opposed to a plan to leave. Um, Ensuring that the trailing family members, the trailing partner, the children, the um, uh, mother, father that may be accompanying um, or the the children that may be accompanying um, have the resources, the information, the networks that they need also to be um, successful. Uh, and happening, including um, employment opportunities, if that's uh, what's needed. Uh, and then I think also mobilizing uh, the, diverse, the diversity and the diverse communities that you already have on the ground. We all have a, um, or share rather, a common uh, aspiration. We want to see our region more diverse. And um, and that is something that we share, and as something that we share, we can work together on that. And uh, by coming up with one or two, three things that we can do together on mass, um, I think that um, there can be um, significant change. So we are bringing together, we have something called our Affinity Groups Council. And through the Affinities Groups Council, we have a number, um, right now 60 different diverse uh, community-based groups that have come together, um, uh, including some groups that uh, work with people with disabilities, um, and uh, uh, all uh, with a common desire to see our region much more diverse. We have a mini-grants program in which we uh, provide funding to many of these um, organizations to make, make them more visible to the majority community to um, 
aid in the, in the work that they're doing. So those are some um, initial activities that we're doing. I think these are things that other people can do um, uh, as well. Uh, Vibrant Pittsburgh should not be and is not going to be the only organization facilitating these networks, uh, welcoming people uh, to the community, um, um, helping people with their uh, finding job opportunities uh, when they get here. So it's, it is this notion of working collectively or as a collective um, in which I think we will begin to see some uh, great change. We're already seeing some change, so I know we'll see more. Yeah, I, I, and I think it's wonderful what you're doing, and I hope all of you, especially in this area, uh, will be behind this vibrant Pittsburgh. But really, anyone across America, what a great thing to model! What a great thing! Well, we're going to get ready to go to break, and then we'll be back to talk again to Melanie. If you just joined us, this is Joyce Bender. America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Melanie Harrington. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. This is Joyce Bender, and we're talking today to Melanie Harrington, Chief Executive Officer of Vibrant Pittsburgh. And what a treat it has been to have her with us on the show. So, Melanie, now you know I love Pittsburgh. Yeah. (laughs) So we have to talk about Pittsburgh for a few minutes. Um, I know that you moved up here from Atlanta, and we will not hold it against you that you are from the land of the Atlanta Braves. But now (laughs) that you're here in Pittsburgh, could you tell us what are some of your favorite things or things you really like about Pittsburgh? Well, um, you mentioned um, one uh, before, and I have to say it's the rivers. The the convergence or the converging of these three amazing rivers, the Allegheny, Ohio, and Monongahela uh, rivers, uh, it is, if you haven't had an opportunity to see this, it's something worth coming here to see. Um, there, uh, there's, there's boating on the, the rivers. Um, uh, there is a, a wonderful uh, point park and, that you can walk to and walk right up to the, to the edge there of the rivers. And then you can, from one side, see the amazing uh, stadiums that um, uh, house both the Pirates and the uh, Steelers. Um, and uh, so it's a a beautiful view. The vistas are are great, and then the other thing is um, the charm of the people. It, it it does remind me a little bit of the South, um, and um, and so there is a sort of southwestern PA uh, Southern hospitality um, um, character about Pittsburgh that for those that that are not from here, I think are kind of surprised about. Um, there are these different small communities, ethnic communities, um, a sort of old world European, Polish, Italian, Irish uh, communities that still remain um, here in in the region, and um, and these um, have really interesting character um, to to them. Um, so. There are so there are some really good things. I've made some really great friends uh, while I've uh, been here just a short time here in Pittsburgh. So those are a little some of my favorite things. Oh well, and I love them too. I, I just I love the city. I really do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It's very obvious that you have become a very wonderful dynamic, intelligent young woman. So someone had to have some influences on you in your life, Melanie. Uh, who was your role model? Well, um, I have to, my mother, actually, was uh, my biggest um, role model, but she was also my biggest fan. Um, I admired her a great deal. She um, actually grew up in Philadelphia, um, uh, two parents that um, uh, 
uh, one that graduated from high school, but the other eventually graduated from high school. Um, she went on to get her undergraduate degree and a graduate degree and had a really great career, uh, but was um, hit with um, an illness that um, really um, uh, could have, I think, um, uh, made somebody else... Um, uh, really just sort of sit them down and, and take them out. And she fought an illness that was undiagnosed for years. Um, later it was diagnosed that she had muscular dystrophy. And um, what I so admired about uh, the way in which she continued to just adjust and figure out how to do the things that she wanted to do and to go to the places she wanted to go to and reach things that she couldn't reach you know, without some assistance or without an aid or without, you know, thinking very creatively as to how she would lift her arm to get that thing that she wanted. But she just didn't let it get her down. And um, and she would just kind of power through it. And she had a way of engaging other people in the things that she wanted to do and not let them get stuck with the fact that she you know, maybe looking differently than than they or walking in a different way than they were walking or standing in a different way than, um, than they were expecting. And, um, and that was a really amazing learning lesson for me about, um, about the power that you can have, the potential influence that you can have, even when you're different. So she was my role model. Wow. No wonder you understand disability, Melanie. That yeah. is awesome that we yeah. have you and that you know it and that you know you can be successful with a disability. Yes, you can. Well, yes, you, can. you already have accomplished more in your life than most people I have met, so I have to ask you, and by the way, I ask everyone over the past nine years this question, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? That is a um, uh, a difficult one. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. But um, I think um, I think one of the the things that I I really um, I'm really enjoying. It's been it's been um, not easy, but a really good challenge, if you know what I mean. Uh And that's um, this. I when I came, um, we didn't have telephones. You know, we were starting from scratch. It was a real risk um, uh, coming to something that you you know very little about um, uh, in a community that's very new to you without the same sort of support network that you had um, that I had in Atlanta, and um, and sort of building something. I mean. But as I, I tell people, I came here to do something. I was completely intrigued and inspired and, and by this compelling vision that a group of leaders in the community had, that they came together to envision this. And I wanted to figure out how I could make it real. Wow. I could, yeah. Something, so, for, something from nothing. Something from nothing. And so I'm still working on it. But um, I have to say I'm, I'm pretty proud of, of what 
you know, we have been able to do, um, both myself and my team. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you very much. I, I know we're soon going to be ending the show, but, Melanie, I wanted to uh, ask you what message you'd like to leave with our listeners today. Uh, I'd really like them to um, appreciate, and and probably um, I don't need to tell your listeners about this, but um, to those that may be new to your show, um, that diversity can be an enabling, empowering, um, incredible tool to advancing um, the strategic objectives and mission of your organization, but also your community. I think it is in the the, the diversity of our contributions um, uh, as individuals that true, lasting change can come about, progress can be made, innovations developed, and um, um, and good things. So that is um, that's why we're here at Vibrant. Pittsburgh, because we believe that via diversity and inclusion, we are going to make our Pittsburgh region one of the most economically competitive in the world. All right, and I believe you will. Hey, we end every show with a quote, and our quote today, anonymous, but boy, how true it is. You may be only one, but one person can make that difference. This is Joyce Bender. Thank you, Melanie. It was a treat having you. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Look forward to talking to all of you next week on voiceamerica.com. Talk to you then. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.